0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Thursday, November the third, twenty twenty two, at nine forty nine AM Central Time. (music) Certainty, self loathing certainty and self-loathing. Those are two signs of spiritual immaturity that we've talked about over the past two days. And today we come to the third sign of spiritual immaturity. And I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. All right. So, so let's review those just quickly. I, don't, I can't go into much detail, but certainty and self-loathing, signs of spiritual immaturity, So far, this kind of mini-series that we're doing here for Today's Focus has generated a lot of discussion. I'm very happy about that, and it it feels like it's going to require us to do a a podcast episode that's not a part of Today's Focus where we can go into much more uh, depth and really, really take these apart. But I really want you to consider certainty and self-loathing is that in your life, those are possible signs of spiritual immaturity. If you have any questions, please continue to ask those questions, and I will continue to do my best to see what we can do to discuss some of those things. But today, we come to this sign of spiritual immaturity. Are you ready? This is the sign we're going to talk about. Defensiveness defensiveness, do you become very defensive at times? When when you hear certain things, do you become very defensive? You take it almost as a personal attack and you attack back because you become defensive. Defensiveness is defined as this, the quality of being anxious to challenge or avoid criticism, behavior intended to defend or protect as a Christian, when someone says something to you, right, do you immediately just become very defensive? You get anxious, you get upset, you get emotional, and you're ready to challenge. You're ready to defend. You're ready, in a sense, to protect yourself, to avoid any criticism of yourself. Well, that would be a sign of spiritual immaturity. But let me let me look at it maybe in a slightly different way here, okay? Remember, we're utilizing an article, but before we get to the article. I think defensiveness can show up. Now, now, listen to me carefully. Personally, right? In other words, when someone says something about us, someone offers some criticism, some kind of a rebuke, some kind of reproof, something like that. Someone says anything to us, we may just immediately become defensive and we attack, we go into attack mode and we're going to avoid, no, 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 you're not going to criticize me and I'm going to challenge you and 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 we get really bothered. So there, there's the kind of personality personal idea of defensiveness and i think that that can show clearly some spiritual immaturity but i'm going to focus this maybe in a slightly different direction as a christian as soon as you hear your doctrinal perspective challenged as soon, let's say you're sitting in church and you hold to a certain doctrinal way of thinking, and the pastor throws out basically a challenge to that, or he criticizes that, or he condemns it, or he completely rejects it. Do you sit and listen? Very carefully, you intently, you listen to every word, you take notes because you really want to consider the position, or do you immediately just sit there, almost start getting angry inside, you're getting emotional, and you start grabbing your Bible, and you're looking up other scriptures that you're like, no, see, that proves my point. Do you immediately become defensive? We have the personal defensiveness, but I think there's a spiritual defensiveness that some Christians have. As soon as they hear something they don't like, they want to attack. They want to immediately attack or quote-unquote defend, but they won't listen. And in many cases, they act, well, I mean, there's no way around it. They almost act like a jerk. Like, you're, you're sitting there trying to teach, and they're not even paying any attention to you. They are they're, they're basically have gone into full-blown, like, I'm going to go study this on my own, and I'll, I'll get back with you, and like, well, I'm in the middle of a sermon. There, there is a little bit of that that I think shows up in all of us. Let, let's see how the article, which direction the article handles this, all right? Are you ready? All right, so we, we've talked about certainty. We've talked about self-loathing. And if you listen to my uh, message last night on Long Gospel, I spent some more time talking about self-loathing, but defensiveness. Here's what the article has to say. If you meet a Christian who's always defending God, the church, the Bible, and their own interpretation of it, you certainly come across a spiritually immature person. Now some people are like, no, "No, no, 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 you're you're seeing you're you're someone who's just trying to defend the truth." I think that there can be a way to defend the truth that doesn't equate to defensiveness, but I think a lot of it is nothing more than defensiveness, right? They ask the question, why? Well, defensiveness is a form of self-protection used to ward off a perceived attack. Becoming defensive is a sure sign that you either don't know how to answer objections to your faith, or you have no confidence in those answers. Typically, when people get really defensive and they just start throwing things out. In other words, they're not going to go actually do the study. They're going to throw things out. It's because of one of those two reasons. They don't know how to answer the objection or they don't have any confidence in their answers. So guess what they do? If you don't look, if you don't know how to answer and you don't have confidence in your answer, then you just attack. You just get mad or you just leave. You just leave. Well, that that. That is not, that That goes against everything spiritual maturity should be about. Spiritual maturity should not act like that. This is spiritual immaturity. And I think typically people act that way when they don't do the study. I've always said if people would actually engage in the study, if people would actually engage in study, that most likely... They, well, they wouldn't be as defensive. In many cases, guess what? What's perceived to be this great disagreement? Many cases, the, the, the perceived disagreement becomes more agreement because you're actually doing the study. But what I've seen is people who get mad and upset, they don't want to sit down and do the study. I've seen it over and over and over. But I've watched it in church too many times, right? Especially in a small church where I teach the way I teach, very much in kind of a you know, Socratic way where I'm asking questions and trying to get people involved, very much in, uh, in uh, trying to keep uh, an involved kind of way of teaching, interactive kind of way of teaching. Man, as soon as I throw out something that's contrary to to the way people think, sometimes what I get almost immediately is defensiveness. Almost what I get instantaneously is someone pushing back. And and it's like, no, no, Could you calm down and let me finish? But I think defensiveness is a sign of spiritual immaturity. I I really do. All right. They go on to say this. More than that, a mature Christian recognizes that belief in Christ is not a matter of fact, but a matter of faith. We do not believe in Christ because it's entirely logical and it makes sense. If it were logical, everyone would believe it. Faith is the leap between logic and belief. And if people can't make that leap, who am I to judge? It takes humility to say, I don't know the answers. And some Christians can't do it. At the end of the day, though, if God is God, then God doesn't need a person to defend him or convince others that he is real. Let God do God's job. Now, that may be, I may be, a, I, I, I do believe we have some responsibility to defend the truth. We do. We have some responsibility to be upset with false teaching. We do. So I may, I may not be in complete agreement with this, but I appreciate the challenge because I think m- much of Christianity, it, that people are just defensive. They just go to immediate attack mode. As soon as they hear, no, 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 no. And then attack. I don't know. I, I've watched it too many times. And sometimes you just have to say, can you calm down? Can you take a minute? Can you take a breath? Can you step back? Let's work through this. It's It's okay. I, I think the defensiveness is almost where people take everything personal I, I I don't know but I think maybe it is because they don't know how to answer or they're not confident in their answer and and I, I I sometimes I it's really frustrating to watch it take place now I in my Christian life I definitely have had great seasons of being way way too defensive and not handling it this way. But I do believe defensiveness is a sign of spiritual immaturity. Now, we need balance here, right? I'm not saying you just like, well, never, take a, ne- never defend truth, never stand up for truth. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that defensiveness is clearly, 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 clearly a problem in the minds of many Christians. And only you know how much you're impacted by it. Only you know how much you're impacted by certainty and self-loathing. And only you can speak today about how much you struggle with being very, very, very ultra defensive. Defensiveness is just, is that a part of your character? And, and look, if, if, I, if I knew you or if you're a part of my church, I would find out quickly how defensiveness impacts you. It, it would not take long for me to know. Um, because it shows up so quickly, and especially in a church like mine, where I'm constantly challenging the quote-unquote the status quo, where I'm constantly challenging every doctrine. And, it, and in my church, it, it can drive people a little crazy. That's why I, I've always said my church is not for everyone, because I will constantly take a doctrine like, okay, okay, this, this is what I think everyone thinks. All right, well, we're going to, and every time we study a doctrine, I throw out everything we've ever studied before on the doctrine, right? We always study it new, and I always will raise new questions about it. Now, what sometimes people won't let me get to my conclusion, right? I'll throw out the questions, and they immediately want boom, and they want they want to attack, and they want to get defensive. And I'm like, maybe if you wait till we, I don't know, get to the end of the series, maybe if you let me finish, You still may disagree, but you're not. But the fact that your defensiveness shows up, you're not even willing to listen. You're not even willing to consider. You just want to attack. And that is a clear sign of spiritual immaturity. So today's focus, defensiveness. I want you to consider how that possibly has negatively impacted your Christian life but here, remember, one of the things we've talked about here is that I believe in many cases the church, the place that you would think would produce spiritual maturity, actually produces spiritual immaturity. And I think the church in many cases leads to a a, a perceived certainty that you're supposed to have, and you can never doubt, a self-loathing because you're giving law, 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 and very little gospel. And I think it the church has is just... I think the church's natural mental state is one of defensiveness. Look at how Christians act when Christmas comes around, and because a a, a, a you know a, a department store won't say Merry Christmas, Christians immediately act like we're being attacked. We're being attacked, and we take and we get all defensive. I think the church leads to many of these things, which means it's actually not producing spiritual maturity. It's producing spiritual in maturity. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all of this. You can email me newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.